And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned to Black Hills Today on News Radio KOTA. My name is Mike Fell, and our segment is presented, as always, by our good friends at Wall Meat Processing. Go see the retail store for Wall Meat Processing just off of the Elkvale Road exit off of I-90 uh, in Rapid City. Also, remember the West River Ranching Community with pride does business with retired U.S. Master Sergeant Ken Shafaris and the entire crew at Wall Meat Processing. They're located in Wall. They're, uh, they conduct business in Rapid City, and I think just as important as anything, they buy direct from the ranching families who, who just put uh, the best beef on our table and best beef all around, uh, in my judgment. And that's Wall Meat Processing, proudly supporting the ranching families of West River, South Dakota, and feeding the world. And we now bring our guest for the program. I should say co-host, because you're always our guest, Trent Luce. Trent, uh, welcome, and uh, it's great to have you today. Thanks, Mike. Breathing a little cleaner air today, I think. I bet you, you were, you were, you and your your uh, running mate Teresa Thibodeau, who was running for governor in the great state of Nebraska, um, were able to garner sixteen thousand votes from Nebraskans from all corners of the state, all corners of the Panhandle, and across ninety three counties. It was not enough, but you know, you guys truly brought attention to some very important issues and you know there's a lot of towns in in Nebraska Trent Luce that don't have 16,000 folks in them you guys at the end of the day ran a great campaign and for all the right reasons and along the way you probably saw a lot of the good in people and you probably saw some of the worst things that you could have ever imagined you'd see I've said it a, a thousand times, I'll say it again, the campaign part of this, the politics of it, is 100 times more disgusting than I thought it was, and I thought it was pretty bad. But, Mike, the the opportunity to go to every county, and the, I didn't make it to every county, Teresa made it to 84 of the 93 counties, and visit with people and feel the energy and hear the concerns and, and know that there's somebody working together. You know, I'm just going to put it in a summary. We have built the tribe to be bigger than ever. And we got 6.2% of the vote. Probably the most um, gratifying part of that was that we were invited, along with most of the people in the Nebraska GOP, to the Nebraska GOP office yesterday. And the purpose of that meeting was to get everybody on the same page. You know, a primary is very destructive, and there are tremendous amounts of wounds that people have because you get through a primary. To a T, Mike, every single person that was there, and there was probably over 150, maybe 200 people there, they went out of the way to come and, and shake Teresa and my hand and say, you guys ran the race that needs to be run. And it was very well noticed and recognized. The, the most common thought is that we didn't have enough money and didn't have enough time. Teresa didn't really get in the race until January. I joined her on March the 23rd, and there are people in the that beat us in the top three that spent a year and a half. And, Mike, the most interesting part of this entire race, and, and this is what I think everybody needs to focus on as a voter, 
the top three individuals, the top three vote-getters, spent collectively over $30 million to be the governor of the state of Nebraska. Wow. We spent $300,000. And if you you break that down on a per vote, they spent $30 million. They received 228,000 votes. That's $8 they spent per vote. Yes. We we spent 300,000. We got 16,000 votes. We spent a nickel. <laughs> we spent a nickel for every vote that we got. And clearly if we had more time it would have worked. It doesn't matter. It was a fantastic run. I think at the end of the day we shaped the race more than anybody that was in it. And hopefully, well, no, not hopefully. We are now going to continue that and find ways of continuing the energy that we created and make sure that we stay steadfast on what it is that we're going to do, fix the culture of education, get people empowered at the local level, and make sure that everybody knows Nebraska, the breadbasket of America, will continue to be on the forefront of producing food and staying away from federal overreach. Trent Luce uh, is our is joining us as always on our on the plane segment. My name is Mike Fell, and and uh, we're looking back at the gubernatorial Republican primary that ended on Tuesday in the great state of Nebraska. Trent, let's bring things up here to our West River, South Dakota KOTA uh, listening audience in our region. And you and I have we've been friends a long time, and a, a core theme since I met you is the concept of bridging the gap between urban and rural America. And sometimes that's as simple as folks in urban areas or suburban places realizing where their food comes from and thanking a farmer or a rancher. But in a bigger context, you know, we it seems as though uh, maybe in the last 20, 30 years as technology has accelerated so many aspects of life in urban America that there's been maybe a, a greater divide or th- the divide's been exacerbated in some way over the course of the last several years. And what I found so refreshing was Teresa grew up in, in the world that I came from, the St. Robert's you know, Catholic School world in west omaha where my brother and sister and i grew up and and you know you and i have known each other since uh, i was managing stations in northwest kansas uh, out on the high plains and and you know it was so cool to me to see both of you you know looking running a race for the good of the people of nebraska and just right here i think it you know we we have an event once a year called the Black Hill. You know it well. You've been here many times Absolutely. for it. The Stock Show. I love the Stock Show because so many people in Rapid City get a chance to see all of these folks from West River, South Dakota, and across the whole region for that matter, but especially West River, you know, come, you know, at the restaurants, at the mall, at, you know, all over town, and they're reminded that we are one community that is truly linked to agriculture and truly strengthened by the small rural communities in our region. If you would have told me uh, in October 
of last year that I would actually encounter a, a mother, an educator, a patriot from Omaha that grew up in the urban life for her entire life, and that we would find so many commonalities, so many common bonds, and such a way to touch the lives of people. I mean, this lady had never been or, or really even heard about a branding, right? Right. And Sunday, we went to a friend of mine's branding in Meadville, Nebraska, just north of the Niobrara River, north of Ainsworth. Mm-hmm. And there's 60 people there. And, and here's this lady gets out of the pickup or gets out of our vehicle. She goes over there, watches for a little bit, and I said, well, what are we going to do? And she said, well, tell me how to catch that calf. So they rope the calf, they drag it to where they're going to brand it, and Teresa Thibodeau jumps on the head of that calf and holds it down just like she's been doing it every day. <laughs> and, I mean, that's the kind of roll-up-your-sleeves kind of an attitude that she has in every respect, and it just carries over to where people want to know more about who who this team is, who this uh, cowboy and this lady from urban uh, or Omaha truly are, and it brings people together. And, Mike, if we do not, no matter what state it is, South Dakota, North Dakota, or New York, if we do not bring the rural and urban populations together to work towards a common goal for the individual state, the federal government wins. It's that simple. And in the state of Nebraska, you know as well as anybody that we have 2 million people, and 50% of those people live in about a 50-mile radius of each other. And 93 counties with 80-plus percent of the economic driver of the state being agriculture, you must have proper representation from rural Nebraska, and you must have cooperation between rural and urban to move forward. I could not agree with you more. Trent uh, is just, you know, I tell you, it is just always great to talk with you. And, uh, you know, can you give us, can we close things out with, Teresa's message, your message from the, the Norfolk Lodge uh, on Tuesday night. The message was that we thank the people that helped us. We thank the people that we met along the way. We met so many ambassadors. They weren't ambassadors for the TNT team. That's Teresa and Trent. They're ambassadors for what this country can be and creating an opportunity for the next generation. You know, we learned early on and we heard an old statement from James Clark who said, a politician runs for the next race. A statesman runs for the next generation. Clearly, while it's not an elected position, we are continuing to campaign for the next generation, whatever that might look like. Absolutely. Trent, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, congratulations to you and Teresa on, on uh, doing so much for so many, and I think setting a foundation for even uh, bigger and greater things along the way, whatever those things may be. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate our friendship. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Trent. I appreciate our friendship, too. That's Trent Luce. I'm Mike Fell. We now take it back to C.J. Keene in the studio on News Radio KOTA.